there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another fine episode of the Get Around podcast here in the offices of the Traverse City Record Eagle, where I'm not at as much as I would like to be, but fingers crossed, I'm looking at a house on Friday morning, guys. So fingers crossed that I can quickly put in an offer and quickly get it. I'd be living in Interlochen, but it, it, it's only a half an hour away, and it's a looks like a pretty nice place with a decent sized yard for the puppies, and that's, that's what I care about more than anything. That's what uh, so, welcome in. Hopefully, episode. no surprises on that. <laughs> uh, dude, I I think there are always surprises when you're buying a house. Like it, it's never easy, and it's never perfect. So we'll see how that goes on on Friday, and and hopefully things go well. And I am back in the office full time uh, sometime in the near future. Uh, it is tough. I'm happy to be there on Thursdays and, and Fridays, uh, but I do want to be there on Mondays because uh, you guys get to do the athlete interviews uh, by yourselves, and I don't get to do that, and that's a bummer for me because I really like the athlete interviews. That's my favorite part of our podcast. They're fun. Uh, and, and getting getting to know the, the kids. Uh, and we've got uh, a good show for you today with uh, two good kids uh, coming on a little bit later in Traverse City St. Francis football players Drew Hardy and Wyatt Nosatis. Uh That should be a wonderful conversation uh, with uh, the, the two of them after a monumental victory on the road last week uh, over Jackson Lumen Christie, uh, moving them to St. Francis to 2-0, and and Lumen Christie to 0-2 for the first time since 1970, as we discussed last week. So, uh, but while I'm throwing numbers around, this is episode 224 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. In the studio is our venerable and veteran sports reporter, James Cook, and of course, the Brook, Jordan Puente. The Brook. Happy to have you guys along as always. Uh, let's, before I get into like my mini rant about um, how I'm being annoyed by young people as I'm getting older, James, I don't know when that started for you. I don't know if it has started for you. But like, <laughs> when did you start? I, I know we got to play the game. And I said I was going to, we were going to play the game first and then we were going to get in this conversation. But I, I, I'm just curious, when did you start getting annoyed with younger people? And you were like, I'm an old grump because I'm. I'm turning into an old grump, and yeah, it's can't wait to hear this. It's both like I'm, I think I might just lean into it. I'm trying to decide like if I'm just going to go full on like old grump, cranky pants McGee, or if I'm going to try to pull back and be like, no man, hang on to your youth. You gotta be like old man Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> yelling at clouds. Yeah. 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 Yelling at the clouds. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've I've tried not to, to go that way. I've I've resisted. I, it's just like, it, it's that whole. It, it literally is that line from The Simpsons of, uh, what I used to be cool and hip, but now what's cool and hip, is scary to me, and I don't understand. And, yeah, I. I just found myself, and maybe it was just a, a bad stretch a couple of days where I was just like, God, young people are driving me batty and, and up a wall, but it's all good. So let's. Well, older what, people also can drive me batty. And people I my own age. You know what? 
you know what? And yeah, you know what? I guess that's right because I think old people, uh, people old, older than me, are ridiculous too. So maybe it's not. Maybe it's just I don't like people in general. That might be the thing. Well, maybe it's a you generational. Know, we're, we're, generational? We're, finding, we're finding something out here. It's that Brendan, not really a big fan of other human beings. He likes his dogs, and that's it. You're an so, yeah, you should get that bumper sticker that says, like, I love my dogs and maybe, like, three other people. Yeah, an actual bumper sticker that ha- dude, you really can get yeah. that. I've seen those. I've seen those bumper stickers before. Accurate. That's accurate for me. Um, okay. So let's play the game. Uh, last week was episode 223. What were our guesses for what state that it was? 224. Uh, Brendan guessed Utah. Jordan guessed France. Yeah. And I guessed <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, I'm right, so, kind of surprised that you missed this one. That nice. I missed it? Oh, is it in Illinois? Yeah. Or is it in California? Oh, no, it's in Illinois. Oh, yeah, it's like northern Chicago, wow, it border is. of Wisconsin. Wow, okay. dude. Well, our, our old pal Andrew Rosenthal would have gotten it since he is more from that area than, uh, than I am. Respect. So, okay. Respect 224 yeah, that's is probably, that's in... Right where his parents live, I think. Is in... Uh, Illinois. All right, so then where do we want to guess for two two five? Since that's next week, what will our guesses be? Who wants to go first? Um, yeah, two two five. That's a, a a nice milestone episode for us. Two hundred twenty five episodes. Hey, good job, guys. Hey, good job. Yeah, about two hundred more than we expected. Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this. I, I knew this. I knew this podcast had legs, baby. I know. <laughs> I know. Two two five. I'm gonna go some. I'm gonna stick around like the Illinois area. I'm gonna go somewhere. In, I'm just gonna say the state Kentucky. I don't know why. Just Kentucky. Kentucky blue. Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky. Okay. Uh-huh. That's close. I was gonna guess Missouri. Just there you to, go. Just to throw out weird states. There you go. All right. Well, I've. Uh, I think I'll continue, and stay. You said Missouri. Yeah, you had Utah last. Kentucky. Week. Uh, I'll go M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I Give me Mississippi For this one Alright So who, who was Who was the, Who wins this week Since it was Illinois Who was the winner Uh, I, who was I don't clo- know Like who was closest we were, not Neither Jordan. one of us Were very close Because you had Utah And I had North Carolina So neither's very close <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's maps this. Let's Google Maps this. Yeah, I was going to do that right now. And, and Jordan wasn't even on the same continent. Because <laughs> the last one was like like what? Africa or something. Mauritania. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay so. How about that? Okay, so Utah from Illinois. It is the middle of Utah to the middle of Illinois is about 1,400 miles. James, I think you're going to win here. Yeah, I think you are. I need a win. I need a win this week. <laughs> yes. 810 miles, middle to middle. So Woo! that will give you, that will give James the win. That's the, that's Joe, my, biggest win my biggest W of the week. <laughs> You've been taking a lot of L's, buddy? What's going on? You all right? Are you trying to say that about your fantasy team that you drafted this whole weekend? Or? No, should I be... Actually, I'm 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 very not optimistic about my fantasy teams because oh. Yahoo and ESPN keeps giving me high grades, and <laughs> yeah. whenever that happens, my teams suck. Yeah, it does not go. Like well. I'm always like, give me a C, yeah. give me a C, 
Yeah. Then my team ends up being good. Hell yeah. That's how it always is. That's, how, that's, that's the way I like it. Yeah. They James, two of my James got thrives with... James, you, th- you thrive with low expectations. Is that what you're saying? Both yourself and Sorry, fantasy yes. football teams? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, let us move along and get into <laughs> the pulse, as we always do. So this is... This is more of just a general discussion that I wanted to, to, to bring up, but there was a, a news story out of Columbus, Ohio, uh, after a high school football game in which more than 100 people got involved in this fight. This was in Eastmore Academy uh, this past Friday between Eastmore Academy and Harvest Preparatory School. Two people were taken to the hospital. Uh, no one was detained, but two individuals were uh, went to nationwide children's hospital one for an asthma attack and another for someone who passed out so this was a fight of a hundred people after a football game i'm almost speechless while i'm trying to ask this question but why what is it about sports that for some reason gets people to this level where a fight of more than a hundred people would break out after a high school football game. We see fights in the stand of professional sports. We, we see it at college sports sometimes. You know, alcohol is usually involved in things like that. Yeah. But, I mean, James, what's the, what's like the worst incident that you've seen while, while covering a, a game? Have you ever seen a fight at a high school game, either – you know, football or basketball or anything like that? God, I'm trying to think. I really haven't. I saw a fan at a soccer game one time who followed the referee after the game and had to be, like, stopped by the athletic director and some other people. Like, he was going to confront the ref- the referee after a soccer game, but it, it got handled before uh, anything really happened. But I, and I know we had a, we had a one case... Years and years ago at a hockey game that I was not at, it was just before I started working here, um, where a player from one of the Traverse City schools going through the handshake line punched one of the referees. Jeez. (laughs) First off, I hope that ref is okay. But but, but fans, I haven't haven't really ever, I guess I've never really seen... Fights between fans. I've seen fans get just ejected because they're being from high school games. Yeah, because they're being oh, criti- wow. overly criti- critical of the referees or that can happen. Coaches or whatever. You know, that can I've, happen. You know, I've seen I've seen parents get way too hard on their kids during yeah. games, and their own kids start crying during games yeah. and things like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. But, but I, haven't, no. I haven't seen a fight in person. Yeah, yeah I guess that's something I got to look forward to, right? Oh, I hope not, man. I, ho- I hope that we don't. Jeez. I, that, that's, that's the one thing, like, fingers crossed, really, fingers crossed, knock on wood, whatever, you know, I, I, I got to do. I, I hope that's something that we never have to cover because that uh, one, it's, it it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Well, and, it's, and it's, it's like a, a huge embarrassment, both for the school and the community and the team and the sport. And it, yeah, it, it, it detracts from the, from the game. And, you know, I don't think we know uh, the reason behind this fight there. Who knows what started it? It could have simply been a a deep-seated rivalry. Something could have been said that was um, inappropriate to the the line that 
caused someone to unfortunately react in a physically violent way. Um, but I, I, I just wonder what it is that would allow someone to take a high school football game or sport in the college or professional level to, to such a degree, a serious degree, that they're like, I have to physically attack somebody. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it does not. I'm just, yeah, this is really... Although there's really not much information, it's just whatever we we can say on it. It Yeah, I'm kind of... I've never seen one in person. I know I've seen, like, parents, like, talk bad to the refs and just try to, like, walk to the side when they see them leaving, but there's really nothing, like, to that extent to this extent like this is i mean a hundred people like that's wild like a hundred people got upset about something that probably doesn't involve themselves maybe their kids are in it but yeah that's just that's pretty wild like, yeah so and if i mean uh, if adults are involved like what kind of example are you setting I, I hate to be all high and i hate to be all high and mighty here I've certainly made my mistakes. I've been a dumb kid, and I've done stupid things, and I've been a dumb adult. I've done stupid things, you know, as well. But you just, you got to be better than that. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, this is, I mean, hopefully, like, the people who did get taken to the hospital are okay. Like, no severe injuries or anything like that. But other than that, not a good look. Not a good look. Do you, do you think it's just kind of the the world that we live in where everyone is just, it seems everybody's always on edge. Everybody is always a little close to falling over. And, you know, you, you see it with, I mean, maybe there were a lot of public freakouts before and they weren't just being videotaped and put online because yeah, that, that was another situation. Pocket. Yeah, especially now, last season. I know last year. There was way more videos of fans just, like, throwing haymakers at each other. All because, some could have been because we've been locked down for a whole year. We didn't get to go to sporting events. And now that you get to go to a sporting event and you are wild, you're excited to be there. And then all of a sudden something happens where that you just click and it, you just start to throw haymakers on other people. A lot of it has come out. Like, we see more and more videos now. At least on Twitter, at least I do. Like, I've seen a lot more than I've ever had when I was like in high school and I still follow the same social media sites that I did in high school and you're, you're starting to see it way more and I a lot more people now have cell phones like a lot more people are going out now because they've been locked down and there's all that built up anger and I mean that's what happens when people have built up anger they if whether it's like for me as a Steeler fan like a Steeler fan go to a Browns fan and saying oh like saying a few things and something happens like there's there's always something that the other person does not like, and they were, prob they, yeah, they they may want to swing at you. They may not. It's it just depends on what the who you're talking to. And so, I do believe there's a lot more than what we've probably been accustomed to seeing, and because of social media, that's why. James, you love sports. Uh, that's clear. Have sports ever made you angry? Violently angry? Oh, angry, yes. Violently? No. No, I, I, you know, 
I've never done anything like that where you see those videos of like the people punching their TV or destroying their TV because right. I, th- I think if there's one of a Giants fan from like last season, oh, yeah. uh, other guy just going up and <laughs> just wrecking his TV. He just pulled it off. Yeah, bad luck. And again, it's, with the Lions, it's the expectations thing. It's like I don't go in with big expectations, so <laughs> so they can't hurt oh me my God. as much. Oh, over under on, on Lions wins this year seven and a half. Come on, man. Come on. Uh. That's not the Vegas line, is it? I thought it was like six and a half. No, it's six and a half. That's the Brendan Queeley line. Oh, okay. I'm putting it at it's, seven and a half. At six and a half, I would totally take the over. Seven and a half, I think I might just stay away from that's that. Above 500, that's above 500 record. So you're you're thinking there's a seven-win team? I'm thinking like seven, eight. I mean, if they get really lucky, they could they could win eight, nine. Are they going to finish last? But they got to stay healthy. They already got all of a sudden suddenly an offensive guard. Are out. they going to finish last in the NFC North? No, because the, the Bears are there. There we go. I didn't know the, so, I'm a Chicago boy, right? <laughs> and go. I, I, sh- I should know these things. But, like, I was like, oh, the Bears might be good this year, I guess. They did really well in the preseason. Not that that ever means anything at all. But I was like, Justin okay, Fields. maybe Justin Fields has figured some things out. But, no, I apparently just the national narrative is the Bears are going to be Terrible. absolute Horrible. dog feces. Horrible. So, yeah, yeah another year where I don't have to watch them. That's great. Yeah, I think part of it is that they supposedly have, like, the worst offensive line. Yeah, the O line is not good. Yeah. So, they, they drafted a good quarterback. For his life. Yeah. You know. yeah. You can say the same thing about Michigan. They, they got a Ferrari, and they put $10 tires on it. Yeah, the guy really is a Ferrari. <laughs> like, he's a phenomenal Ferrari. But we'll see what happens. Well, speaking of football, uh, let's move into uh, our week two conversation. Last week, uh, the had some some big games. Jordan, uh, you were out at uh, Thoroughby Field watching Traverse City Central uh, take on a offensively uh, very good inclined Lapeer Lightning team. Oh yeah. Uh, super impressive. I want to start, though, with the crazy punt play that you oh, and I yes. both witnessed uh, since I was there taking photos for that game. And it was, it was, it was going to be the, I think it was the first punt of the game. It was. Because both teams, yeah, both teams had just been going back and forth, just trading scores back and forth. Yep. And the snap, the, the first punt, there was a false start penalty yep. that moved Traverse City Central back uh, five yards. The next one, the snap went over Josh Klug's head. He went and he chased down the ball. He ran t- toward the sideline, punted. I believe it was partially blocked. Yeah, it was and blocked, went up into the and air. Then Grant, Grant. It stayed. It stayed behind the line of scrimmage. Grant Schmidt caught it, started running down the sideline toward the end zone. Stopped, and everybody kind of looked around. There was no whistle. No whistle had blown the play dead yet. So Schmidt started running again, and he got got into the end zone, scored, and it was eventually ruled a touchdown. It was something I had never seen before, I think, on any level, and on TV or in person. I, I had never seen a, a punt blocked behind the line of scrimmage, which was then caught in midair and then run by the punting team into the end zone for a touchdown. It was the, one of the craziest plays I've ever seen. And I and I the tweet from Trevor C. Central said that they were that they also got called for roughing the kicker, or roughing the punter. On, on yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they didn't get the touchdown. Either. Yes, 
the right, flag. they declined. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. There yes, was there that was a one flag. little nugget that I forgot. Totally forgot about that. Yep. Which makes it even just weirder. Yeah, and I asked the coach. I was like, hey, I, I want to ask you about that punt block out of running back for a touchdown. And he said, yeah, we, we practice that. Like, we tell our guys if the ball is behind the line of scrimmage, it's a live ball. Pick it up and just go to the end zone. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then I asked Josh the same thing, and Josh told me the same thing. I was like, oh, at least they practiced that. That's It wasn't like an unexpected, whoa, what are we supposed to do here in this situation? They knew. So, I mean, kudos to them for not giving up because they had given up. That ball would have been down probably at the two-yard line, and LaPierre would have had a chance to score a touchdown. Like, that's the smallest things can lead to even bigger consequences. But, I mean... Yeah, that was a that was a really cool play. I've never seen that in my life either. That's why we both looked at each other like, "Can we believe it? Can you believe it?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I even called my dad. I was like, "Yo, you're not gonna believe what I just saw." Are we surprised by the uh, the Trojans' loss to to Lapeer, especially at home? Mm, well, I will say this though: I the first half. I mean, let me just, I need to just pull this up because this, this, there needs to be some more guy. So that quarterback from Lapeer, he put up 409 yards and threw seven touchdowns. His wide receiver caught eight receptions, two, 203 yards, and four of those touchdowns. So um, am I surprised? No, because if you're letting a guy score seven touchdowns and his opposing wide receiver is getting four of them, that's even the coach mentioned there, there needs to be some things that need to get fixed on the defensive side no matter how many times they try to change it because he did say they try to fix it but they he they they were able to do whatever they wanted to do with tc central but i mean i will say this just based off what i've been able to look up in the past few seasons they've lost one game and they've won all of them i mean last season you guys witnessed they, they lost this was it the first or second game and they won the rest of it and they went to state so, as far as, like, call for panic, no. Am I surprised? Yeah, just because of how kind of bad the defense was and letting Lapeer get literally seven touchdowns. So, um, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens with them next week. It, it shows you just how much that they are are going to miss and are missing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that defensive line oh, yeah. and then the... Uh, Carson Bordeaux uh, and their other uh, defensive backs oh, yeah. uh, from last season that they they graduated, um, but yeah, I mean they changed Another. conferences, so this I don't maybe it's like the different conference for them, like being in a brand new conference. The opponent is a lot more better. I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but they're a lot more. Yeah, I mean they're getting a lot tougher opponents as opposed to what they dealt with for the past few decades since being in the big north so we'll see what happens i mean hey football is a game of inches and every week is different so we'll see what happens james other than the uh, st francis win which we're going to get to here in a little bit what was your biggest takeaway uh from well, week two of football um i uh i liked the the i guess the kind of the grit that gaylord showed against kingsley um you know kingsley was on the road gaylord had the you know the home field advantage and all that and uh uh, it was it was a pretty nice atmosphere and everything there too. But the they just kind of they stayed in that game. They kept grinding. Um, they didn't really bust out a whole lot of big plays or anything like that. They just kind of ground Kingsley down a little bit because they were a little bit bigger. And then they 
they had the special teams too. Um, they they kind of won the special teams battle, I think, with uh, the returns. I think was maybe kind of their biggest thing with them kick returns that set them up about midfield twice and uh, helped them get a couple of scores. And then that the game-winning field goal, having a kicker, has just proved to be to be huge. I mean, we've seen how many games get impacted when a team just doesn't have a kicker and they have to go for two all the time. But the game of the week, obviously, was Traverse City St. Francis at Jackson Lumen Christie. I am glad that uh, we went down there. Uh, well, we, when I say we, I mean we, the royal we, uh, the Traverse City Record Eagle. James, you went down there uh, and um, drove home that night. What time did you get home? Saturday, like, Saturday like morning? 3.30. Jeez. 3.30 in the morning. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Well, Thank you. But hey, at least uh, uh, Jackson Lehman Christie did. Uh, they put on a good, a good show there. I mean, just the, outside of the game, even like they had three concession stands on, the, on like the track going around the field. They had a, a food truck that sold donuts, only sold donuts. nice. Let's go. Uh, they have like a huge trailer that just sells school merch out of a trailer that they're just selling it in the end zone. Wow. And everything. And then something that I had never seen ever before in my life. They had their priest going up and down, up all the way around the outside of the field. Baptizing with, babies? Oh my God, that's awesome. He had a Gatorade bottle full of holy water <laughs> that he was sprinkling on the field to bless the field. Wow, okay. And he went all the way around both, or up and down both sidelines and then down the 50-yard line. Never seen well, it that. turned out that it helped... Uh, the other Catholic school in uh, Traverse City, St. Francis, uh, since they pulled off um, uh, the big win. Now, I think all three of us last week predicted a win, so all three of us were right. James, you were a writer, yeah. uh, and when I say writer, I mean more right, uh, because you said it was going to be a close game. Yeah. I said it was going to be a blowout by more than three touchdowns. Um, I just kind of expected, I, I was I was thinking that it was going to be a big statement win from St. Francis. And it was a statement, just not as big as I predicted. It was still a big statement win. Um, mm-hmm. What did you, looking at that, being at that game, what did this St. Francis team show you? Um, their offense really, really showed a lot of versatility. Um, you know, like we were talking about. From a from just kind of a skill level, they haven't lost a whole lot from Charlie Peterson to why didn't I say this? They're different skill sets, but uh, from a skill level, they still have that high level of play at the quarterback position. And uh, I mean, he was Wyatt was ten for eleven passing, and the only incompletion was a drop. And uh, and then he ran for like another hundred some yards. So, and then their defense kind of got uh, you know I mean. Lumen Christie also runs kind of a wing-based offense, and they kind of were just getting chunk plays, like five yards, five yards, five yards, five yards, and, 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 and getting scores that way. And then their quarterback would then maybe then break off a big run. Um, their quarterback, Ben Lathers, played really, really well too until he got hurt on like the last second-to-last play of the game when uh, Joey Donahue sacked him, and he had to leave the game, and then uh, – they had to run, try to win, run the last play with their JV quarterback, and then he got sacked by Tommy Richardson. Um, but uh, and the, but so St. Francis defense stood up when they need to at the end, getting a couple of big sacks there at the end when when Lumen Christie had a chance to tie that game up at the last minute. Um, we saw St. Francis play the run the no huddle offense 
in the first half again. Right, they opened the game with that, or they it was their first offensive possession. They used it. They used it here and there throughout the first half, and then at the end, the last possession of the first half to just go right down the field right before halftime and score, which turned out to be a big score in the, in the outcome of the game. Um, one of Lumen Christie's touchdowns is kind of kind of questionable because it came on a long kick return that where it seemed to be that there was a pretty obvious block in the back on somebody who had a feed on the returner <laughs> <laughs> that didn't get called. <laughs> um, and then that was a long kick return, like down to like the St. Francis 30, and then oh. Lumen Christie ended up um, punching that one in. But aside from that, I mean, it, it was just a great game. And, all, and, and weirdly, it almost felt like being a game at Thurlby. Because they kind of have they have a new stadium. It's only a couple years old. It's got so it's got the same turf and everything. Uh, Jackson Lehman Christie, their colors are green and gold, and they're the Titans. Oh. And their student section was doing the same student sections that you hear at or chance that you hear at TC West. You know, the we are the Titans, the mighty mighty Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so it was just kind of weird from that standpoint. <laughs> um, they do have these awesome lights, by the way. That we should tell the. <laughs> The athletic directors around here that I mean, if you're buying new lighting for your stadium, get whatever Jackson Lumen Christie got, because what do they do? It's good. Uh, I don't know. They just they just have four things in the in the corners, and that's it. And it's just they're, they're these kind of like these LED things, oh, and they're yes. and they're kind of like none of them are pointed the exact same way, so they're all pointing a little. I took one photo of them just to kind of show you guys what they look like because they look a little odd too, but man, so the light for the for photography was pretty nice there. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah, I saw some of the photos. You can definitely tell what you're talking about. It seems pretty cool. Wow. So the game was worth the drive? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice game. And, uh, you, know, you know, they've got a pretty cool little stadium there for, uh, you know, because they used to have to just share a stadium with Jackson High. So, yeah. But now they got their own. Is it too early to predict uh, San Francisco going undefeated? I mean, they just beat Jackson. I mean, that's a big. We just talked about Jackson never been Owen, never gone Owen two, and since like the seventies or sixties. Yeah, and they're like a good team. I yeah, mean, exactly my point. They're, so like, is it? They're is a team that even at Owen two should probably still be ranked in the top ten. And and with the new uh, Division seven football polls, I they're listed number one, right? St. Francis. St. Francis is by yeah this one. Uh, I saw that uh, website basically. Yeah. That, uh, I saw that. I was like, oh, okay, so, hey, how about that? St. Francis getting some love after a massive win. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, too early. St. Francis, St. Francis still has to get by Kingsley. You know, they'll get a good game from Grayling. They got Sault Ste. Marie, who looks good this year. And then they got those two mm-hmm. non-conference games at the end of the year, Flint Beecher and Detroit Country Day. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. Yeah, Detroit's pretty okay. I, I just know. So, it's not an easy road. No, but you never right. know. Can, can, hey, they, I, can I, they do it? Yeah, okay. If they play like they there did against Lamb and Christie, yeah. But that's the whole thing. I don't think Josh Sellers, uh, head coach for St. Francis, is worried about his team going undefeated in the regular season. No, I don't no. think he. Re- I mean, no. I'm sure he he would he would like that, and I don't want to speak for the man. But uh, given what they've done to the regular season schedule this season, it seems like he is more concerned about what this team can do and how it is prepared for the postseason yep. when they will be seeing the best of the best high school teams in Division Seven. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And one of the breaks that they kind of get with playing Country Day in Week Nine is that the week before, Country Day plays Birmingham Brother Rice. Isn't Brother Rice like really good? 
Yes. They're Division Three, right? Are they Division Three? They're, they're, they're a bigger school. They're uh, they're Division Four. But, Division Four. But they're okay. still uh, quite a bit of a, a bigger. Oh school yeah, than they're they're in, yes. Whoa, and, so and San Francisco. Incredibly talented. Wow, a Division Seven going against Division Four or Week Nine? Wow, that's a give of the week. All right. Well, speaking of Trevor City St. Francis, we had a couple of athletes come into the Get Around Podcast Studios at the Trevor City Record Eagle. Which, oh my God, I haven't even done the read yet. We're what a half an hour plus into this. Thirty-four More minutes. That, my goodness, thirty-four minutes in. Well, I haven't even mentioned our sponsor yet, so I'll do it right now. Uh, of course, uh, episode two hundred and twenty-four of the Get Around Podcast and our impending interview with Trevor City St. Francis is a true Hardy and why I say this is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh, and they do it freaky fast because they are Jimmy John's. Freaky. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get in that interview right now. Traverse City St. Francis is Drew Hardy and Wyatt Nausadis. around by Traverse City St. Francis seniors Wyanna Sadis and Drew Hardy. Guys, thanks for uh, taking time out of your day, running over here after practice and, uh, and joining us. Um, but you had that big win last week against Lumen Christie. Mm-hmm. Just talk about how big that was to go down there, play a, another powerhouse Division 7 team like that, and come away with a win in a pretty hard-fought game like that. I would say um, the biggest part about that win was just going down there and um, proving to ourselves kind of who we're going to be this season mm-hmm. and uh, um, kind of giving ourselves our identity um, as well as just a big confidence booster for the rest of the season on who, who we're going to be, like I said. Who are you guys going to be? I guess a good team is what we're hoping and there thinking you go. after that game. There you go. Yep. There you go. Hey, you know, it's got to kind of wheel it out of you a little bit. Yeah. You, see, you know, yeah. you have that confidence of like, no, we are going to be a good yeah, team. It, yeah, it was for sure. It proves a little bit on uh, what we're capable of, I would say. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Are you guys making plans for uh, post-Thanksgiving? Um, no. I not say, yet. I would say as such. <laughs> but, but you're not you scheduling anything really, else? No you, no. you don't schedule anything when you play for St. Francis. Though. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, just with you guys, what did you think was the difference in that game? I mean, you had you came up the defensive stand at the end, um, but what, what seemed to be the difference in you guys being able to win that game versus Lumen Christie? I would say I just think we wanted it more. That's what we were saying that all week. The team that was going to win the game was definitely whoever wanted it more was going to win. So I think that's mm-hmm. what gave us that edge was we wanted it more. Yeah, I would agree. Every, every pregame practice we talk about five reasons why we think we can win the game. And oftentimes in big games like that, it's, we want it more than another team, and we're also just going to work harder. We're going to battle for four quarters, and a lot of teams can't keep up with that. So Five. One of your five, you have one of your five reasons on why. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> winning the game is one of them. But like for you guys to perform like you mm-hmm. did in that close game at mm-hmm. the end with the sack, yeah. what was what was one of the five reasons? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you can think of one. I mean, besides we wanting it more, uh, we like to call ourselves um, road warriors. So we like we like to travel. We like to go down in other places, stadiums mm-hmm. and fields, and beat them on them on their ground. So that that's fun. So I, I would say that was one of the reasons that were shared. Um, this pregame. 
Well, especially that yeah. stadium too. I mean, he was telling him, he was telling me that was like a really nice stadium for you yeah. guys. Like, yeah, it's a nice, doing? it's a nice turf field. It's, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of bleachers, and they, we filled up. Both sides were pretty full, and there were a lot of people around the end zone. So. Was, they, were they awesome. loud? Were they oh, loud yeah. for you yeah, guys? It was, it, loud. it was loud. So how was it? So how was it for you guys being able to communicate? Because hearing that you two have been kind of grown up, you guys kind of been playing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked this last week with the guys that we had who have great chemistry. Now you it was, said it was loud for the chem, for having great chemistry like you guys. How was the communication process for you guys? Uh, it was fine. I would say the only thing that you notice, um, at least as a quarterback, is I don't notice any noise when I'm on the field. Except if we go no huddle and I need to hear like a, a number system or however we, we call our plays in a no huddle, um, I, it's hard to hear that and that slows it down a little bit. But other than that, everything I, I don't notice a noise when I'm out there. So mm-hmm. I do. How, how did the no huddle affect them and how comfortable are you guys running the no huddle? Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting more comfortable. It's, it's definitely mm-hmm. complicated a little bit. There's um, a couple flaws which sometimes you won't notice as an outside person uh, without knowing our offense, but. Um, we're getting there, and we've pushed it a lot more within the last two weeks and this year, especially with Coach Ludka taking over at offensive coordinator. So that has definitely changed the pace, and um, there's been some slip-ups, but we, we like it, and it's also allowed teams to have to play fast, and we know what we're um, ready for. And from that standpoint, we can play fast, so it mm-hmm. works out well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from your position and playing tight end, how does it change things for you doing the no huddle? It's tough. Sometimes if we run a lot of routes, I mean, it's not too fun to have to run a route and run back and keep going every play. But it it's all it's like an advantage because we we know what we're doing and we have to keep or we're keeping defenses on their heels, which is nice. So and it wears them down because we do it every week. We every day we practice no huddle. We do sessions like that, all like that. So it helps us stay in shape during practices and it helps us keep defenses on their heels for sure did you know that as far as no huddle goes because i mean you were you tired at all like during the time so from your standpoint seeing the defense and you're going no huddle no huddle huddle did you see them getting tired at all yeah there was uh, a play in film actually where we watched it back there was a a jlcd lineman who didn't get up off his knees one of the plays when we were in new huddle and he was just he he just stayed on his knees so we were wearing him out Wow. Yeah, they, they seem to uh, specifically be very effective that last drive of the second yeah, half. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how much did you use it throughout the rest of the game? You Not didn't much. use it much in the I second mean, half. I know, like that last minute we drove the field in like a minute. We we threw I think it was like six or seven passes strung together, uh, combined with a couple runs, and that worked out well. So I think that was one good for our offense to see that we can do that and switch it up a little bit and go no huddle and drive the field, as well as um, get that score going into halftime. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was big. Hmm. Okay. Um, you've got games coming up. You got Benzie coming up next week. Then you've got Kingsley, obviously, which is a, a big thing. Probably mm-hmm. something circled on your guys' yeah. calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the uh, the league schedule? What are you looking forward to most in that part of the league schedule? I'm looking forward for every game. I mean, we don't we try not to look ahead. We mm-hmm. I mean stay focused on our next opponent. So we're not looking too far ahead, but we're mm-hmm. we're excited to play. Yeah, I was mentioning. I was gonna mention that to you guys. Like, I'm, I, you guys, players, you guys really aren't looking towards. I mean, he just mentioned Kingsley. That's in a couple of weeks, but for you guys, yeah. it's on to the next game. Yeah, exactly. yeah. What are, for you guys? What is about the next game that you can improve based off what you saw last week and into this week? Mm-hmm. I mean, 
to start off, I think something that our coaches drive into our head as well as players on the team um, who are older, we understand that we can't look past anyone. Um, any team is, could beat us at any time. We're beatable at any time. So um, like this week, our only focus is Benzie. We're not thinking about anything else. Um, obviously, we know who we have next week, and we know who we have week nine, and we know week and so forth. But um, the biggest thing is just who we have this week, and our, our coaches really drive that into our head. And then, obviously, after our film sessions that we have the first week of practice, or first day of the week, we know what we need to work on for the week, and that's our focus. Sweet, man. Seems like you guys kind of like... That's cool. Like you guys really don't. A lot of teams. A lot of a lot of teams. They do have. Oh, we have this team so cold, and they get smacked by like fifty points, and then they they go on and actually get even more smacked yeah. by the team they had so cold. So for you guys to actually put your head down and work mm-hmm. one week at a time, it shows that you guys are gonna continue and continue to yeah. get better and better and better. So that's cool, man. That, that, that's cool. I'm sure a lot of people will be thrilled to hear that yeah. you guys are once a yeah. week team not a oh, what's going on next week yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're looking forward to the i hear benzie plays man-to-man straight man-to-man uh, coverage right i i, I, I haven't <laughs> had got the film on them yet but yeah. that would um that'll be fun we see a lot of different zones and stuff and so when we finally do uh open it up and pass a little bit that'll be fun to have some guys go one-on-one mm-hmm. for sure. mm-hmm. you, how much do you like going one-on-one <laughs> you go over the middle first yeah. off how tall I mean, are you i'm I like to say I'm 5'11", but I'm about 5'10". Okay. So I mean, going one-on-one with the corner was... I mean, or, or I do it a lot in practice. We have... I mean, our corners don't like to play zone, and I don't... Or our, the guys who play scout team don't like zone, so I'm always getting pressed. So it's... I mean, it makes me have to get better, so... That's great. I like it. Whenever I see That's, someone yeah. man-on-man with Drew, I know it's going to him, so it's nice. Go up and get it, kid. Yep. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys both play travel ball a lot, you know, hockey and basketball and all that stuff like that. So in all the travel that you guys do, what's the weirdest place that you've slept? Uh, I already know mine. Um, I don't even know mine. I went to Atlanta two summers ago, and we got in at 11, and um, the rental car line was like 500 people deep. Um, it took us four and a half hours to get a rental car. We got back to our hotel at three mm, thirty. The doors were locked to the hotel, so we couldn't we couldn't get in. Eventually, the, someone came and let us in, like the person that was working there. And um, the only room they had available that night uh, was like broken down. The lights didn't work. There was stuff dripping down the walls. It, it was super dirty. So I would say that's probably one of the weirder spots. It's not that crazy. It was still in a hotel, but it was just a crazy night, and Sounds the like room a... kind of finished off like, okay, this is uh, not the best night. But oh, <laughs> zone, bro. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I've slept in, like, hotel desk chairs just watching TV. I've fallen asleep doing that, and I just wake up in the morning and realize I fell asleep in a chair. But, I mean, <laughs> usually, usually I fall asleep in beds. You ever yeah. sleep at an airport before? I have not. No? I don't think it's I not fun. It's not fun. It doesn't look fun. What's, no, what's, it's not. What's the don't quality of the sleep in a uh, hotel desk it's chair? It's not terrible. I mean, when I wake up, when I wake up and, I mean, don't realize until I actually get up that I'm in a desk chair, I mean, it must have been a good sleep. So. How sore is your body, though? Pretty sore. <laughs> there we go. There you go. That's what yeah, I wanted to hear. Kinks and... <laughs> it's all right. Wow. Um, okay, so who has the worst touchdown dance on the team? Mm. And why? I, I have someone that comes in mind. We don't really 
uh, celebrate that much just because it's, yeah. it's, it's not really who we are. But for sure, if we did have a touchdown dance that would be bad, it would be John Hagelstein. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Yeah. He, <laughs> well, he, he'd he'd try to do too much. He'd probably, yeah. probably he would, do some stuff off TikTok or something. Yeah, he would try and do a dance, yeah. and he would just look dumb doing it, yeah, and he would mess it up or something. You saw someone in the end zone. You, you, are you from? You both are familiar with Antonio Brown, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know his dance, whether everyone mm-hmm. doing. So if you saw whoever you just named <laughs> do the AB dance, what's I the would first probably, time would you I would. I, I would go up and slap him. Probably, <laughs> we'd probably yell at him. I would yell at him yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's funny. Wow. Well, um, you're so, good. like, the, I think the last time you were on the podcast, I think I joked that uh, Coach Finnegan looks like Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm, he did. <laughs> and he, he, so he told me to ask you why you think that he looks more like LeBron James oh, than I was really Travis Kelsey. I, never <laughs> yeah. I was literally talking about yeah. that. Maybe the worst answer I've ever, like, when I said that, I was like, why did I just say that? He doesn't even look like him at all. I don't know. I don't know why I, don't know why I said that. Travis Kelsey is very accurate, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so talk about the floor mats on your Jeep. Yeah, I don't know if I how should you, say how, a sign there. How'd you air, get those? How'd you get those? Uh, That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, there was just a lot of turf in those trash cans that when they were tearing up Thurlby and just <laughs> hopped those fences and <laughs> took a little bit. <laughs> Let's go. I guess that's a crime I could get away with. Because yeah. last time <laughs> me and Joey were on here, we you asked us what crime we could get away with, and I guess it's stealing turf. <laughs> Steal a piece of turf. Thurlby? Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a legendary field, though. Yeah, I know. You guys played we've on played it? Played on that's it. That's what we were talking about. We were like, we played on this field for so long. and Yeah, well, I think the man, people, I there's, I a small, there's a small town. Had to take some. That's a floor seats. It's a small town. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Come sweet. Come on, man. That's, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> that's asking your dad for some stuff to ask oh, you yeah. about. Oh, yeah. me that. And one thing, he's, one thing he said, I've never had a kid, or I never had a dad refer to their kid as a loser. Because he was mad that you took his... You took his truck and left yours with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's on empty. Oh, left. oh, yeah. My car was on empty today. He filled it up. That was nice. What's <laughs> up? I didn't leave his car on empty, I don't think. No, you, like no you, left, you, left, you left his your car for him, right? And it was on Oh, empty. yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Gaslight was on. <laughs> That's a good plan. I didn't. Bay I mean, he didn't need to fill it up, guys. but I would have. Oh, I was planning on, a do it, planning on doing it after, but I guess not. Mm-hmm. Saving time. I do have one question, just though. Made, just made him do it. Who's the fastest on the team? Probably you him. Can it. Him or Burke Flowers. What Burke do you, Flowers. What, you, what do you want? Like, if you're doing, like, a 40-mile... Vo- I've never timed a 40 ever. Really? It's shocking, yeah. Ever. Ever timed it. Mirror, mirror Burke, probably. Yeah, for sure. You guys, like, race on the track before? Like, hey, let's go one-on-one. Let's do the 100. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just... know he would beat us. <laughs> <laughs> probably by a lot. <laughs> What about bench pressing? What what you bench press? Uh, he's the strong guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what you bench press? I did. Uh, what did I do? I think I did three forty-five. What are you? Wait. Yeah. Two twenty. Yeah. Wow. Damn, dude. Two fifteen. On a good day. Yeah. You're throwing you're throwing linebackers off off the. <laughs> I wish. Trying to plant their feet. Yeah. Can't do that right now. Jeez, dude. Um, so what would you choose if you had to choose between football and hockey? I was thinking about this. I think I, th- I like football more. I like during season, like football season. When I was a freshman, I'd always say football, and then pl- I'd go during hockey, and I'd say hockey's better. But I think football. I like football way more. Why? It's it's more it's more satisfying to see like all the work we put in during the summer and during the week. Like we go really hard during the week, and 
it just it's really it's more satisfying to see that pay off during the games and after the games. Yeah, I also think uh, as far as football goes, like chemistry wise, like yeah. bonding is there yeah, any difference? Any difference well, at all? Yeah, for our t- our hockey team, it's it's like eleven or tw- I don't even know how many different schools we have. So that's I mean we bond, but like there's no better bond than a football team. I respect that. I respect that. That's so cool. you so your your side job is as a mover. Right, right now, right now, yeah. especially. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. How often do you do that? Uh, well, honestly, in the last two weeks is like the first time I've done it, but I think I've moved like four or five people out in the last two weeks, and it's all like just random. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I haven't put my name out. I've literally had four different, five different people ask me to help them move. And a lot of it's through the football team because yeah. the football team just gets asked, it's like, hey, can a couple guys come help? And then I've helped Coach Finn move his mom out um, the other day, so it, I've done a lot of moving. Mm-hmm. I can help move a couch, bro. What's been the most <laughs> difficult thing to move? We, Probably Drew like, and I did a couch on oh, that a new brutal. apartment. Someone was moving to an apartment, and the couch, like, barely fit through the it doors. It was terrible. And then it had railings up the stairs, and the stairs were up, it, like, right up the door. It was it was awful. So we had to figure out a way to get a couch that couldn't be taken apart at all. It was a giant <sighs> couch up a stairway, and we had to lift it above a whole bunch of railings. It was awful. We got it, though. We got it. That's we just figured it out. Yeah. There you go. That's satisfying. Just like the ball down the field on Lumen Christie, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was this like after you guys just played a game? Or no, this no, was, was last week. Last or week Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, now my, I was about to say, who you imagine how tired you boys must have been to start a carry that couch? <laughs> nope. Does coach say you can't move? You be doing this on Thursday? Uh, yeah, wait. Don't you have like a thing? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't, I don't what? Yeah. Hey, Yo, coach heard this. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing moving couches on a Wednesday? <laughs> we have a game Friday. Come on. Probably be all pissed. Call, I mean, you a couple up downs. <laughs> Possibly. Probably. So you had to play. You don't. You're normally going to play defense this year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. But you had to last last week when uh, I think it was Burkhead started having like just yep. so many play, players were having cramping yeah. issues and stuff oh, like that. Was, but was Burke awful. was at cramping like everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> how how difficult was that? Just being like having to go in and play defense again. I, I was I was kind of expecting it just because I had talked to the coaches in big games like that where if there's a certain athlete, especially when someone's getting tired playing both ways, I can go in and match up with that athlete. And for JLC, it was number four. I, I kind of shadowed him around a little bit uh, towards the end and played a little bit of corner on him and just manned up with him. And then we just talked about in big games, um, I'll probably be out on the field on defense if needed. Uh, and also if people need breaks because it was um, – a cramp fest that game yeah, and also sure. uh just i was starting to get exhausted too i was like holy cow playing both ways is tiring i don't know how people are doing this the whole game have you have you played both ways before like both? i mean yeah like my sophomore year against jlc i played both ways um i played running back and corner a little bit Jeez. um and then last year was i played both ways a little bit uh, too so either it's because like it's your first was like the f- second week or first week of games and it's just like a lot a lot happening and yes. you're going in quarterback oh i gotta go play corner real quick yeah. and head back to corner so like, would that be like a, a reasoning behind potentially of why so many people were exhausted and even so oh, yourself for sure well especially like if you pay, play a position like drew i mean oh yeah doing, I, I don't he could talk on it. I don't know how. I don't know how they did. Yeah, how, what they did. I mean, it's tiring, and it it was fun playing, but like being that tired every play, just it was it kind of sucked. But I knew, like I knew we could get through it because we've been. I mean, we'd been working in the summer in the heat in way worse conditions than that, and it's just 
we knew we could get through it and we knew we could get it done. So, I mean, we just had to do it, give it our all. Power through. Power through. Okay, so, you're, so to prepare for that, what's like a f- perfect week of food look like for you? Who? We have a pretty good routine. Outside. Yeah, we do, for we, sure. Mondays is usually like eat at home, like everyone will eat at home. Yeah. Tuesdays, a group of our team will go to Culver's and we get Culver's. Wednesdays, you will always find us at Cadoba. Mm-hmm. Everyone will be at Cadoba. <laughs> All night long, <laughs> too. It doesn't matter when you go, we'll be at Doba every Wednesday of the year. And then uh, Thursdays, if we play on Friday, we do a pregame meal. We do spaghetti and all sorts of stuff. So that's it's really nice. We eat well at SF. Yeah. You mentioned Culver's. Um, I'm not from here. Um, <laughs> I learned about Culver's because of TJ Watt. Because yeah. TJ Watt is from Wisconsin. It's mm-hmm. a Wisconsin thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said that Culver's has the best desserts. Now, I need you, boy, because you guys are from here. Mm-hmm. Now, I had Culver's a couple of weeks ago, and I think it is. It beats Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It, now, your thoughts. What is the best dessert thing on Culver's? Maybe? I personally like the uh, vanilla concrete mixture with Reese's and M&M. It's, it's just amazing. I've tried Oreo, and it's Oreo's <laughs> very, very... Mid. Oreo, yeah. Oreo-y. I don't. I don't. I mean, I like Oreo shakes from like Burger King. Burger King has a really good Oreo shake, <laughs> but Culver's Culver's mixer, vanilla mixer with Reese's and M M&M and M tops everything. What about you? Are you a dessert guy? Or yeah, no? I'll just always get a concrete mixer. <laughs> sure. Some type of ice cream at Culver's is good. Not so. I'm kind of craving it now. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. It is I, Tuesday. I heard Jackson yeah, getting so a Chipotle. Really? Yes, I learned yeah. that. Well, yes, Kudo I learned that. Kudo was better. I'll, I'll argue for the rest of my life. Kudo was better. So. You serious? Yeah. yeah. Really? I've never. Is had it because I've never had Kudo? Oh. But biggest supporters yeah. in the world. Like I'd, I'd argue I'm up there in like the country <laughs> of Kudo supporters. So. I grew up on like Chipotle. So I, I have different. My 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 cousin's the same way. Like he, they have. They don't really have that many Chipotle's down where Detroit is. So he's saying, yeah, that's the best place. So I looked at him like, huh? <laughs> and he took me. I ate it. I was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. But I coming from where I come from, I come from California with Chipotle on yeah. every damn corner. Mm-hmm. It, so it's always Chipotle. But, hey, I respect your, hey, I respect your opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Or do that. Or do that. They used to have Qdoba in the press box. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Serious? During games. That yeah. Awesome. I, I think it was at the SF games. Well, they have food, and you guys just put. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, they. They'll sometimes bring it back for the coaches, and they'll they never eat it, so they give it to us, and we just sit in the locker room and eat all the leftover <laughs> beat ups or cookies and stuff. And it's pretty lately nice it's after the, a game. Lately, it's been those uh, the, the wings. No, nah, the Detroit wings. Oh. That's on oh, really? the street. Yeah. Wow. Everyone that I've talked to, I've never had it because I don't. I don't want to touch it. No, they don't save any of those for us. Because <laughs> they're bomb. Yeah. Yeah, they had a they had a food truck there at the Lumen Christie game that was oh, nothing yeah, but that. donuts. Yeah, we, we kept kicking it when we were doing the PATs before the <laughs> uh, when we were warming up because they put the, the all the stands right behind the yeah. field goal. Yeah, yeah. So you, guys were hitting, you guys were hitting the food truck. Yeah, we should have got some while we were warming up. Yeah, some after they the game. Too. There, yeah. They had like three concession stands yeah, I saw in the end zone. That was kind of cool. it was crazy. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen a school before that had uh, the priest come out with holy water and bless the field? Did you notice that? I didn't even out? I didn't see that at all. But my dad was telling me about it after the game. And oh he yeah, said, yeah. That, that, that was he cool. had a Gatorade bottle yeah. and, and was just mm-hmm. squirting it on, all along the sidelines. I wow. noticed that. I cool. didn't know if anyone else saw it, but I was I was warming up. I was like, I see that right. Yeah, that's cool. 
You're going to have to have some new responsibilities yeah. for your guys' yeah. priests. Yeah, I'm surprised we've never done that. But a call it didn't work out, though, no, right? Still won. Hey, everyone was injury-free, though, for the most part. I don't know how the quarterbacks No permanent out. injuries. Yeah. So I don't think so. That's good. That's good, though. Yeah. Yeah, aside from cramping, yeah. No yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. 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 Injuries or anything. That was super humid at that it game. Was, it was brutal. I thought, I mean, I drank, I thought I drank a lot of water, and I guess it wasn't enough, so. A gallon, more than a gallon a day, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Oh, um, I do want to ask one thing, because you guys have been playing for a while. Um, what are some of your favorite moments that you guys have been able to put? Because both of you guys, uh, that can be for both of you guys, because you both have kind of grown up and played together. So is there any, like, particular moment that you've loved thus, thus far? Obviously, you have a whole season ahead of you, but mm-hmm. is there anything that comes to mind already? It's just sitting back and just admiring the game or chatting? Um, a couple of things come to mind for me. Um this is gonna, like going to be the most basic response, but every every team meal you have is yeah. so fun. Like spending time outside of football with your best friends and all that. And then um, the second thing that came to mind, just because Drew's here, is Drew and I were both hurt during COVID. Those playoffs, oh, yeah. like when it was canceled, and obviously we both wanted to play, but me and him were the only two people hurt on the team, and we were like managers at the time, and we would drive separate to practice. Mm-hmm. We would. We would do all sorts of stuff, and in winter, me and him would have like thirty layers on top, oh, yeah. thirty layers in the bottom. We had to do all sorts of stuff, so that just came to mind because me and Drew were in here together, and uh, we were both hurt during that that COVID playoff run when we made it to the state championship. So that, that was an interesting time. I would say it's a pretty good memory. Cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I think I don't know. I never last year against Benzie was the first like high school touchdown I had. So scoring those two touchdowns that first game was. A really good memory. I remember those. And shoot, <laughs> I don't know. Those COVID playoffs were pretty pretty fun. Even though we, we didn't get to play. Yeah, we. I mean, we had a good time. There was a um, there was a week. It was like the week, the first week back, in like right after Christmas, and we had like an inner squad scrimmage, and me and Wyatt were standing in the end zone videoing the entire thing just yeah. with our phones, like. No, we don't usually film practice, but we and Wyatt sat there with our phones, just took videos of it, and it was, it was dark out, and we had the lights on, and it was so much fun. It was cool. That uh, was a lot of fun. That's awesome. You guys have known each other since you were like in kindergarten, yeah. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Grown up ever, in the same grade together. Mm-hmm. What What are your guys' most embarrassing story together? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> There's hey, you, few. Hey, you can start first. Can you think of some? Oh, I mean, I don't know if I should. <laughs> Nothing came to mind right away for me. Um, <laughs> aside from stealing turf out of Thurlby. I wasn't there. We didn't do that together. I wish we did. That would have been more fun. We could have yeah. got more. <laughs> could have got oh, more. I hope you have something because I, I, I can't think of anything. Most embarrassing like oh, memory. Can you the stuff we do is embarrassing. Oh. Yeah, it's true. You got anything? No. You said you had something. I mean... I mean, your man's smiling and laughing, dude. He's, I know he's thinking. He's 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 got he has like, you probably have something yeah. in the he's, back of his head. He's like, I don't know yeah. if I should say this. <laughs> it's there, dude. There's something there. <laughs> or is it, or is it that bad? I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's just weird. I don't want to know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything embarrassing. Jeez, really? Come on. No one? Well, I know we've done embarrassing stuff, but I can't think of anything. Anything on the football yeah. field particularly? Jeez, any hockey stories? 
I wish he played hockey with me, but he doesn't. No, He's no. terrible at skating. Yeah. He can't skate. I can't skate. <laughs> wow. I actually can't think of anything embarrassing. Mm. How about the best moment? Because you guys can't it's think of anything honest. embarrassing. It has to be a good, like, one of your favorite moments at this best point. Moment. I mean, it's probably a football low. moment. Yeah, but I don't know. for sure. I don't know. What, what I don't know. I mean, last year when you scored against Boyne, and we, it was me and you in the end yeah, zone, and that was cool. there was well the two of them, the one the run you had mm-hmm. into the, uh, I don't know what is the west end zone, mm-hmm. when you, you I got you got yelled at after somehow, that one. Somehow Drew and I are always like the first two people uh, to each other, like if we make a big play. Yeah. So I think I think those are some pretty good. Do you guys have a handshake? No. No. We really no. Have, we don't really have any celebrations at St. Francis. No. We all get together. We all, My we all celebrate. You guys we all celebrate yeah. But it's, it's nothing really individual. Yeah. Just no little, like, bow down, uh, no little <laughs> salute, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Tat yeah. yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the helmet thing and, and the hand the ball to the ref. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed that because uh, last, uh, you know, guys, is week one. That's when I got to watch you guys. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I noticed because I, I went to go cover West. They have, like, yep. they had, they only scored one touchdown, but the one touchdown they scored, they did something yeah watching you guys rank up the, the points there was always yeah. helmet taps onto yeah, the neck yep. helmet taps onto I, the I neck know, I I was was like, wow I okay professional professional yeah we, we keep it keep, we, keep it 100 yeah. To. Yeah. yeah let's go keep it 100 let's go mm-hmm. wow <laughs> any other any we'll crazy. probably have more of those come on this season Get a little more, more inventive. We, maybe. we could probably we could probably amp it up a little bit. Nothing, yeah. nothing, <laughs> nothing too, too crazy. Nothing no too dances crazy. or Don't anything. We, but we could we could change it up from a helmet tap. <laughs> maybe could, maybe like, a handshake he could or pick something. Me up or something. I don't know. Well, at least just handshake. Just yeah. like congrats with the and then just walk away. Sure, just you know. That's can, what can you bench press them? You definitely could. I could, but might get in trouble. Can any of you guys get in trouble for that one? Can you gritty? Yeah. You can gritty. Everybody. You can grit. Can you gritty? Yeah. Like and you're not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not no. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in public. What if you what, yeah, yeah. What if what if it's like fifty six to nothing and it's the fourth quarter, it's like a minute left. <laughs> and you score a touchdown. I probably wouldn't want to and also I'd probably What about on the side on the sideline? Okay, the sideline. The sideline. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'll do it on the sideline. I'm not, okay. I'm not <laughs> doing that as well. Say if it's fifty six to nothing, yeah. these guys aren't in the game anymore. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you never know, bro. I've seen the craziest things. Yeah. Hey, you're racking up the score, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you're going to get plenty of opportunities to to expand oh, on that if you guys want yeah. to. Do, so. yeah. Do any of you guys watch uh, professional college football mm-hmm. uh, sports? Yeah. Who's your team? I like Michigan State. I like Penn State, too. I'm I'm a big Nitty. Penn State. Yeah. You're a Nitty Lions fan. What about you? Do you watch any? All? College would be, like, my favorite schools, Michigan, Notre Dame. Um, nice. Pro, I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. NBA, I don't really have a team. I know it, as a, as a hard <laughs> thing to say, shake his head. Yeah, I don't have a specific NFL team. I, just like I, just, I just don't like Packers. Oh, oh okay. Right. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a prediction? Right here, season hasn't started. Season starts on Sunday. Do you have a prediction for the Packers? What is Wyatt's prediction for the Packers this season? I, I don't know. To be honest, I, I'm not a big NFL fan. Like uh, I, I could not name really anyone. In Besides Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I know I know everyone like yeah. the popular people, but yeah. I don't really follow NFL that much. So I don't know. I know Aaron Rodgers is there, and I know Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. But besides that, it's debatable. Hey, that's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But um, 
That's cool, man. Um, do you guys model your game after anybody? Like, is there anyone that you like watching? Like, I want to do the same thing that guy does. <clears throat> um, definitely not football. Um, I don't know. Uh, not football. Basketball, uh, I would say I definitely pick stuff from different players um, that I watch. What about, what about dribbling? Like, um, if you were to do, like, a... I mean, I guess that's, that's part of it. Um, when I model, like, my game in basketball... But um, I would just say there's definitely always stuff that you can pick up from different players. So, in that standpoint, yeah. Who's one player? Oh, man. Yeah, you didn't know that. You know that question was coming. I mean, I did. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Comes to my head right away. Um, uh, I like watching John Morant um, just as a learning standpoint. I can see um, I like how he attacks. His physicality, how, how he goes downhill. But um, I don't know. There's a lot of players just in the past that I've watched and learned from. That's cool. Do you, do you model? I mean, you play hockey too. Like, do you any, any uh, hockey players? I mean, I mean you I like sports, bro. Anyway, I don't know. I like watching hard hits like Ryan Reeves. He's He likes to go out there and just absolutely mess people up. Him, uh, <laughs> um, Milan Lucic, he messes people. He likes to get in there and mess things up. That's what so I, like that's what a, I like. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I like to do in hockey. I just like to go in there and mess it up. Just I'm not. It. I'm not the most. You know. I'm not too. I my hands aren't that best. Aren't that good. But you know. It's, I got a hard shot and I can hit people. So. That's all you need. That's all I need. Does he play too aggressive? Um, I would say at times. There's when definitely come, when times. When I come to hockey games, there's times where I don't even think Drew knows he's playing hockey. He's just skating yeah. around hitting people. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely. He's good at it. So, one on one. And in football, is is he in football too? He can't be. He got a little chippy in practice today. Yeah, I did get a little chippy in practice. Today. He can't be. We we have some fun in practice. Yeah, yeah. he can get too aggressive. Okay, so you said you play corner. You played corner last season, right? Yep. And you're the tight end. One on one drills. Who's winning? I think they go to man to man. He would definitely lock me up he would, if he, he was. He would get the best of me a couple of times. If I if he was pressing me and I could get up in his shoulder pads yeah. and push him off me, it'd be yeah. close. But if, <laughs> if if I was running a long route, he would definitely be on all over me. Mm-hmm. Right. I got to see that for myself. If I let him use his strength, he'll get by. Yeah. There you go. If I can keep okay. some space in between us, yeah. I'm there agile. you go. I'm agile enough. I can probably. Yeah, because he just said yeah. how yeah. much bench presses. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. how is this man? Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> come on. Away. And I heard both of you guys are gonna like, go. Are gonna be on the track team this spring. That's, that's the plan. That's the plan right now. Yeah. What are you looking to do? What events? Probably throw shot put. Nice. I mean, I'm I'm fast, but I'm not fast enough to compete and track stuff. I guess I'll have to see, but I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sprint, 100. Yeah. Hey, I we, sprinted in middle school, and I was a somewhat fast kid, so I'm I'm excited to return to see where, middle school see where records. I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, anyway, maybe then you guys can race. Yeah. Figure out that time. Oh. There you go. See how, there we go. He's got long got legs. It. It's not we figured bad. it out. We just figured it He's out. Got long legs. You could have him, you can sprint against him and then have him do a shot put against you. Ooh, Boom. I like that. I want to be close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you gotta don't double down on yourself, man. That's not good. Strength wise, I'm not. I'm, He's untouchable. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for making time out of your day. Mm-hmm. Coming here after practice and everything. Yeah. Thank you, and, boys. Uh, Appreciate it. And best of luck in the in the future here against Benzie this week, and then. Kingsley after that, and I can't even remember if you got been in between that and uh, what you got. I think Grayling. To be honest, I don't know. Grayling, yeah. I think, is after yeah. Ben, after Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. When we get a time, bro. Yep. So. Mm-hmm.
Yep. Well, thanks Thank for you. coming in. Thank you. Thank thanks you for having us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again to Traverse City St. Francis football players Drew Hardy and Wyatt Nasetis for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Studio. Greatly appreciated. Uh, always love when we get the athletes there in person in studio. We were doing what we have to do with me for quite a while, which is the the, the virtual interviews. Well, they weren't able to, to be in the, the studio with us because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Glad that's no longer the case. I'm glad that we get to have uh, the kids in studio and hopefully very soon I will be in studio with you guys as well. Uh, but let's get into the Get Around Hall of Fame, our nominations for our Athlete of the Week. Uh, I'll get us started. Uh, I'll go with Kalkaska's Cooper Swakowski. Uh, scored four goals and assisted on the other goal in the Blazers' 5-2 win over Grayling last week. Uh, Kalkaska's off to a hot start on the pitch, 4-1 and one through the first uh, couple weeks of the season. And uh, they don't play again until Thursday, but they will take on Boyne City at home. So there is my nomination, Kalkaska's Cooper Swakowski. James, uh, your nomination. Uh, I'm going to put up uh, Gaylord offensive lineman and kicker, Connor Byram. Uh, he's the, the Blue Devils' left tackle and then also is their kicker. So he, hit, he was two for two on extra points and then hit the game-winning, I believe it was 29-yard field goal that uh, hit the – hit the upright and bounced in, and uh, so I put him up for it. He also recovered a fumble from when he, while he was playing offensive line. Um, so a nice game around from him. And uh, How big is that kid? He's a pretty decent-sized kid. Um, he is 6'5", 210, and only a sophomore. Jeez. Yeah, that's a large kicker. That's <laughs> a big man, dude. Yeah. Bombing balls. Let's go. The other big kid on their uh, offensive line is Connor Colano. Who's a six-one, two hundred and eighty-pound junior? Two eighty. And I need to, I need to apologize to him because after the game, he surprised me uh, when I was walking around in the field looking for players to interview and stuff, and he like walked up to me and like wanted a fist bump, and I kind of like no, it kind of surprised me, and I took me off guard, and I and I didn't reciprocate. <laughs> Left him hanging. Poor guy. Left him hanging. Because like, it surprised me. I just wasn't expecting it, and everything. And I was running around trying to find, uh, trying to find the coach and everything and stuff. So, my apologies to Connor. Cool. All right, Jordan, your nomination. Uh, my nomination goes to the f- goalkeeper of the five and one hot start TC West, uh, Trey Collins. He's a senior. Uh, there so far, I played six game, uh, six games. He has twenty saves, three shutouts. And has allowed four goals. They are on fire, um, flaming, head on fire, whole body on fire. I mean, coaches even credit him how well he's been able to perform this season. I even asked him during Saturday's game, "What's the difference?" And he does not. He told me he never wants to feel or put in a feel how he felt last season. So, from my understanding, he wants to do a lot better than he did last season. And he's, I mean, he's definitely showed it. He can continue to show it. They have challenges against Petoskey on Thursday, and then they have Holland on Saturday. So, I mean, Collins is for sure helping. One of he's one of the reasons uh, T.C. West is just on fire right now. I mean, 
I've been able to witness a couple of these shoutouts, so it's been pretty cool to watch. Oh, I mean, he's a he's a goalkeeper. He's a real deal goalkeeper. So um, that's mine. Okay, so we've got Kalkaskas, Cooper Swakowski, uh, Gaylord Kicker, Connor Byram, and TC West goalkeeper Trey Collins. James, start us off with the voting. Who are you taking this week? It's a it's a tough call. I I, I kind of like the Kalkaska. The uh, them getting a, a hot start in soccer is uh, soccer is usually not the sport in Kalkaska, so it's nice to see a, a different sport kind of getting off to a good foot. So I'll, I'll go with Cooper Sukowski. Okay, I'm going to vote for yours, James. I'll take Connor Byram. All right, so Jordan, are we going to put a, Jordan? You get to break the tie. I'm the decider. Either, or you can vote either for that or it's you, a tie. Either that, or you take Trey Collins, and then we, we we would have to put it up for a Twitter poll vote. Trey Collins. I want to give that guy some love. So Trey Collins. I, all I, right. You know what? Let's just put all. We're going to put all three of them in. Let's this do is it. a week where we we've yeah. got all. We'll save three ourselves that, a tweet. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll do that. So uh, congratulations to Kalkaskas, Cooper Swakowski, Gaylord's Connor Byram, and Traverse City West Trey Collins. You are the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right, the trifecta this week is brought to you by my thoughts that I had uh, watching Serena Williams' uh, post-match speech after she lost last week, uh, for all intents and purposes, I believe, ending her yep. uh, illustrious tennis career as uh, probably the the greatest female athlete uh, and one of just the greatest athletes Overall, male or female, Agreed. Uh, one of the one of the greats of the greats, uh, a Mount Rushmore athlete, no nice. doubt. Nice. Um, so, but if you could see, this is the trifecta question: if you could see one athlete, college or professional, alive or dead, active or or, or retired, compete in his or her prime, who would it be? Uh, Jordan, you said that you posed this question to a friend of yours, and you guys talked for about an hour. So, oh yeah, I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give the floor to you. Uh, okay. Throw some names out there. For I me. could not think of what I mean when you said one. I was like, "You serious?" So I started rambling off some names, people that I got to see when I was a kid. I listed the Shacks, the Kobe's. Um, I listed Leo Messi for soccer. I listed a bunch of athletes, but there's one that came to my mind when I was watching Sports Center, and it's Deion Sanders. I would love to be around to watch Deion Sanders in his prime. I mean, he's. Arguably one of the best corners to ever play. So, me, it would be Deion Sanders. And I do have an honorable mention. I have to mention this. Dennis Rodman. I would love to have been around to watch all of that. All of it. I know people hated him. I understand that. Yada, yada, yada. But he was one of the best defenders in the game. There's still no one that plays like him. No one gets up in people's faces. No one does, no one does what Dennis Rodman did so those probably are for good reason exactly and he's now he's in the hall of fame too so i mean kudos to dennis rodman and he helped the pistons get a uh, a final so i don't he's part of the bad boys so can't really and the bulls exactly and the bulls win. see what i mean so it is love for both of you guys so there you go i got you guys so yeah those are mine so prime time is prime and dennis rodman okay oh, yeah. james what about you would you like, uh who would you like to see? I would have to say like uh, like Jackie Robinson or something. Somebody before my time, you know, that I didn't get an opportunity to see. 
the one that kind of did other one that I kind of thought of was Bo Jackson, but I'm like, I actually did get to see him. <laughs> so, but so I, I think like Jackie Robinson, Mickey Mantle, something you know, just greats awesome. like that. I think would be would be good ones. Maybe even Gordy Howe because he was a little, he was before my time. Oh yeah, hockey. that's a good call as well. Just a hockey. That's a good one. I, I think that like. I, I, can't necessarily say it was his prime, but Barry Bonds during his 73 home run season. Electrifying. If I could have been in the audience, you know, or in the crowd uh, for one of those home runs, that would have been pretty incredible. Or uh, in a kayak. I mean, yeah. or in a kayak in uh, in McCovey Cove. I, yeah. That would certainly uh, be fun. Um, but this is a debate for another time, but I, I feel like uh, Barry Bonds was a. Uh, uh, a Hall of Famer before he started using the HGH, and uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, the the stain and stink that's on him is going to prevent him from ever uh, being enshrined in, in Cooperstown, and that's a shame. But I think seeing Barry Bonds uh, would have been really, really cool. Of course, me being from Chicago, uh, Michael Jordan would have been incredible uh, to to be in the audience uh, in the crowd for that, but. Um, yeah, James, I really like your pick. Uh, Jackie Robinson, and, and one, I think, just to be in that crowd in that moment or, or in those mm-hmm. moments uh, in such a, what I imagine was very divisive uh, as he was integrating baseball uh, that, that first year as a rookie. Yeah, that could be um, where I get into a fight at a, at a sporting event. Is, there we go. Yeah. Let's, be up, let's, let's beat up some racists. That yeah. sounds like fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, good conversation, boys. Good episode. Uh, uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much to our Audible viewers for once again tuning in, clicking play, and listening to another fine episode of the Get Around podcast. We will be back next week uh, with more and continue on until we get to uh i know that we're both we're all excited as we inch closer to episode 231 uh because we all know what the uh, 231 area code is so that's going to be very easy for us all to guess i don't know um, maybe i don't know you don't know what two three you don't know what 231 is i'm joking i know what 231 is well, for James Cook and Jordan Puente, I've been your host, Brandon Queeley. This has been episode 224 of the Get Around Podcast, and it is now in the books. Mm-hmm.